What is up, you guys? I hope you are having an amazing, incredible day. Welcome back to the Happy Pod, Happy Bod Squad Pod. There we go. We got this. It's only been several months at this point. It's your girl, Coach Coco. And with me, I have Coach Martina today. And we are going to talk all about intuitive eating. This has been a long-awaited, much-requested podcast, the first of many, I'm sure, on this topic, and we are so excited to dive in with you today and just answer so many of your questions that you probably have about it, and also just questions about the process when it comes to tracking with my fitness pal before we even get to intuitive eating. So welcome, Coach Martina, I would love for you to just kick us off with a quick overview of like what intuitive eating really is. Hi, ladies. So first of all, I'm very passionate about this topic. And I, I'm sure many of you are wondering, like, am I going to have to be tracking my fitness pal forever? Because obviously, like, it's not something you know, for the rest of your life, you want to be in a restaurant and take out your my fitness ball. So um, no, you're not going to have to do that forever. And there is something to transition to uh, out of that, which is intuitive eating. And just to give you a little bit more science when it comes to how it works is that intuitive eating embraces all three parts of the human brain, which those parts are reptilian brain, limbic brain, and um, uh, rational brain. And just to explain a little bit more, the reptilian brain, that's where our instincts, our instincts are coming from. Our limbic brain, it's where our emotions and social behaviors originate. And rational brain basically integrates these instincts and these feelings and emotions and creates thoughts and language. So it is very complex intuitive eating itself, because as I said, it embraces all these parts of our brain. And when you think about it through life, when we're infants and toddlers, eating is mostly instinctual. Like nobody, you know, tells you when to eat. You just like ask for food when you need it. And then as we grow older, our thoughts and feelings start playing role into our uh, decisions about eating. And obviously our bodies are not just composed of our, like our tongue and our stomach. Like it, there is so much more to eating. Like our mind is very much um, involved and, I often hear the assumption about intuitive eating that it is just simply not tracking or it means eating whatever we want, whenever we want, and as much as we want. And it's often seen as something like super not healthy to do by some professionals. But I believe that those are the professionals that don't really understand what intuitive eating is because all of this actually distorts the true meaning of intuitive eating. Like, yes, it is about making peace with food. It is about eating all kinds of foods. And it is about choosing things that we enjoy eating. But if you think about it, like when there was a time when you were just eating whatever you wanted, whenever you felt like it, with no regard to hunger and fullness, like that's probably not very satisfying experience. And it can actually even cause a lot of physical discomfort. So definitely being connected to your body signals and listening to them is very important part of the intuitive eating process. Like it's just not like simply if I'm not doing anything that that's when I'm eating um, intuitively. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So number one, I love what you talked about was like these three different areas of our brain and intuitive eating is such a unique concept because it's something that perceptively seems so simple and in practice is actually so much more complicated. There are so many more layers to this journey and to this process. And I think for women, especially, right, because food is this very it's this like very complicated concept because for a lot of us, I feel that we really use food to regulate our emotional system mm-hmm. and our bodies. And it's like, we need to be eating food on a daily basis. Everyone eats food and everyone eats food usually multiple times a day. And yet so many of us have such a poor relationship with it at the same time. And I want to really stress to our clients, like listening to this right now, the importance of intuitive eating one, but also the importance of transitioning to intuitive eating at the time and place when you are ready, because there is a right time and there's not a right time to really pursue and go after intuitive eating. And the reason why it's so important is like, you really want to follow the guidelines that your coach is giving you on whether or not you're ready, because our whole journey, our whole goal with this program is to build this like very solid foundation when it comes to your health and when it comes to your nutrition goals. And sometimes we can want to just like skip steps, cut corners, take shortcuts, sort of surpass the less fun parts and just go to the more fun parts because intuitive eating, it kind of is that like pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's like, there is a very intentional process. So we are taking you ladies through as well to really get you there. And so um, one thing I really wanted to ask you to do coach Martina was just like talk about the importance of tracking your calories first before we make that transition to, so before we even talk about like intuitive eating, what comes before? intuitive eating yeah so we obviously don't tell you to use my fitness ball just just to annoy you and just to make your life more complicated because like yeah is it the most fun thing in the world to track your food in my fitness ball of course it's not but sometimes understanding the true purpose behind that makes it easier and when you think about it especially if you have some history of dieting of restricting and like not even being sure how much you're supposed to be eating the chances are you are being disconnected from all these signals that your body is sending and so many women that who come to this program um might have been for a long time chronically under eating or overeating And you can go from there straight to intuitive eating because then you would just keep chronically under eating or keep chronically overeating. And we can't just decide to eat intuitively if we're not fueling our bodies optimally yet. Like we need to find that balance first. And that's where where the tracking comes into place. We need to make sure you're eating all the food groups first. We need to make sure you are Um, learning more about food because that's a big part of the process of tracking you learn what has which foods have protein which foods make you feel good like how much sugar have certain things um or you know sometimes like when it comes to the portion sizes maybe if you eat just a little bit of fast food suddenly it's a thousand calories but if you make your own meal you can fit so much more food into um, the same amount of calories 
making sure you're getting enough nutrients and vitamins, making sure you're eating regularly, making sure you're eating enough protein and eating amount that serves your goals, no matter what they are. And we just can't accomplish all of these things just by doing intuitive eating when we don't know what you're doing first. As, even if we gave you just advice straight away as you come into the program, like that would be generic. And that's why even the food photos, that's why we start tracking even without the goal uh, to meet you where you are and build you up to be able to feel your body, to feel your best and um, to, to hit your goals first, because that's another big part of intuitive eating that it is not a weight loss tool. So if you still have weight loss goals, that's not the time to transition into intuitive eating. So ideally you would want to first be comfortable where you are, then go through uh, maintenance calories. So that's when the tracking still comes in place too, because you don't want to live in calorie deficit. So if you are on a weight loss journey right now, your calories uh, that you are assigned by your coach are in calorie deficit and we should not be living in that permanently. So you would want to up it up and to be able to make sure you are eating enough. Again, you still have to keep tracking even through maintenance. You can start decreasing the amount of days you're tracking, but it's still important. Um, and then once you are confident in your maintenance calories, that's when is a good time to start transitioning into intuitive eating. And they're just like, all these things when it comes to nutrition that you want to learn first. Um, obviously, this is a little pitch to watch your modules, but that's really where all of that information is, or coming to office hours and asking all of that, coming to community calls, to really understand everything about nutrition, because that's big pre-requirement before going into intuitive eating. Yes, absolutely. Always love the plug for the modules where we really show you the importance of tracking on MyFitnessPal and how to do it as easily as possible. I know that it can feel very boring. It can feel very draining. It can feel very repetitive and quite honestly, just inconvenient. Tracking your food in MyFitnessPal, I have been there. When I did my weight loss journey all the way back many, many years ago, I was weighing and measuring all of my food. It was of course, inconvenient. But here's the thing is that I spent those six to 12 months weighing and measuring my food so that I properly understood portion sizes. I was able to just like quite literally rewire and reteach my brain. This is what a portion of meat looks like. This is what a portion of veggies looks like. This is what a portion of fats, fruits, et cetera, et cetera. And really just like trying and sampling all those different foods it gave me so much knowledge and awareness that it kind of got me to that level of mastery where it was like, yes, okay, I can look at that food serving now and know this is exactly how much my body needs and how much I'm going to eat. Because portion sizes, I would say, is probably the biggest challenge when it comes to intuitive eating, right? Because you can even mm -hmm. eat much of a healthy thing. You can gain weight by eating only healthy foods. Yes. If you are still eating too much of a good thing, just like you can technically lose weight eating only unhealthy foods. If you're in the right calorie deficit range, will you be hungry? Will you feel cranky? Will you be moody? Yeah, most likely. But from like a scientific perspective, it is so possible. And 
what tracking your food does is it really just like gives you that awareness. So here's the thing too, that I also want to plug. <laughs> I know it's called about intuitive eating, but when you are tracking, this is why it's so important to be weighing and measuring your food and not just logging your food because just putting in my fitness pal, I had tacos for dinner or I had meatballs or I had chicken or I had pasta is very different than exactly measuring out how many grams of pasta, how many grams of rice. Now, things like vegetables, it's okay if you want to eyeball those numbers, but pretty much anything outside of a vegetable, any other fat, carb, or protein, I really do recommend weighing and measuring your food on that food scale, again, because we want to teach you those proper portion sizes, because you might look at a piece of chicken and think it's four ounces, but it's really six. Or you might think it's six, but it's really four. And it's super important that we have those numbers on track. So if you just have like tracking questions too, ask your coach, let us know. We're definitely here. We want tracking to be as easy of a process as possible. So then that way intuitive eating can also become as easy as possible. And you can see success because you have built this foundation. So now what I kind of want to ask you, coach Martina is like, how does one begin this like process of intuitive eating. So let's say they've done the work, they've tracked their food, they've built mm -hmm. that base level knowledge. Now what's the next step? Yeah, for sure. And just like one quick thing before I jump into that, I wanted to add to, to the tracking, how important it is to track the whole day of eating. Because if you're tracking for those five days and it's just like one or two meals per day, it doesn't give us the whole picture and doesn't really give you the whole picture of what you really ate and I was talking about this um, with other coaches as well we would much rather have you to track three or four days and completely full days than five days or one to two meals because we need to see that whole picture um, to be able to really um, help you with nutrition and give you give you tips as well so just just wanted to throw that uh, in there too and so to the question, how does one um, start with intuitive eating? So it's important to understand that it's a complex process that, and it's a practice. It's not from one day to, to another. You can just say like, I am eating intuitively now. It's a process to be being able to master it. And it's, it's a lot of cultivating body, body awareness. And it's less about the numbers. It's more about connecting to your hunger and fullness, even like having a food journal can really help with that transition. And it's a personal process of honoring health and listening and responding to the direct messages um, of your body and basically putting that together with all your nutrition knowledge that you already gained um, through tracking. So it's, it's, it takes time and includes working on different practices. Uh, there are actually 10 principles of intuitive eating that you want to master before you are even fully eating intuitively, which um, definitely is out of scope of this call. That would take us a super long time to go through all of that. So if you are really interested about intuitive eating, there is this book called Intuitive Eating by Velen Triboli that will take you through the whole process or like help you understand all of those uh, principles. And at the same time, that is something that we can teach you in Happy Life Squad, where we really have that extra time and space to take you through these practices and um, 
help you transition and really teach you everything um, about that. So if you're just at the beginning of this program or in the first three months, the chances are you still need to be tracking. And a lot of people still need to be tracking even beyond that. The timeline is very, very different. For some people, it might happen in six months. For some people, it might happen in a year, year and a half, even two years. It's very, very individual. Um, so making sure you're not transitioning, trying to transition into it just because tracking is hard or it's, it's getting boring, like make sure you check in with your coach that this is suitable goal um, for you to start um, to start trans transitioning. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of practices of really kind of like assessing on the scale of your hunger, how hungry you are and asking questions why you want to be eating. When was your last meal? how full you are feeling as you're eating your meal. So it takes a lot um, of like really being present and taking extra uh, effort. And sometimes it might be actually even harder than tracking to really learning to pause and being mindful. And one of the principles have, have a lot to do even with overcoming emotional eating, ditching the diet mentality, implementing the practices of a mindful eating, as I was saying, uh, gentle nutrition. So there are a lot of things that need to come into place to be able to be uh, fully there and take time. Yes. And it's so true. Like there are so many different layers to this concept. It's really not just about like, okay, I don't feel like tracking on my fitness pal anymore. I'm just going to intuitively eat. It's like that very common misconception where it's like, Yes, it's kind of intuitive eating because you're not tracking, but is it truly intentional? And I think intentionality is the thing that we really want to bring in. And the reason why, like, again, another reason why this is just such an important concept to truly understand is like intuitive eating is sort of like the finish line that so many programs fail to bring their clients to. Like there are so many programs and challenges and eBooks and apps and whatnot that show you how to maybe like lose weight or hit your goals by only tracking calories. But then it's kind of like, well, what happens then? What happens after you reach your goal? Like Martina was talking about earlier, it's like bringing your calories back up to maintenance. So then that way you can actually maintain your weight loss while eating more foods and then learning how to intuitively eat so that you're not stuck tracking calories for the rest of your life. Because I cannot tell you how many times I maybe like lost 10, 15, 20 pounds by tracking my calories. And then the second I stopped tracking and went to what I considered intuitive eating, I started gaining all the weight back plus more. And so it's like, we really want to get you to that point where maintenance feels easy, maintenance feels effortless, and maintenance just feels normal. Like food doesn't have to be this thing that you think about or stress about. It like really is that freedom. And that does take time. It's like, that's why we have the happy life squad. That's why we recommend that most of our clients are here from six to 12 months. We're not doing that to just like fuck with you and keep you in this program for a really long time. <laughs> like we're doing that because we have a very intentional process where it's like, we're trying to rewire decades worth of habits right? Depending on how old you are, when you come to this program, you could have 10, 15, 20, sometimes 40 years of poor relationship with food sort of like installed and ingrained into your brain that we are trying to uninstall 
and rewire and repair in as quickly of a time as possible. And we as coaches would rather go slow and steady, have it take the whole year, but then have you in an absolutely amazing, incredible spot one year from now where you know like this was that permanent lifestyle shift versus cut corners, take shortcuts, go the fast route. And then two years from now, have you back in the exact same place because we didn't truly like let it set. Um, I think a really good metaphor for you guys is like, if you've ever painted anything. So coach Martina, she's remodeling her kitchen right now. And she posted this really <laughs> funny video of her painting her kitchen. Uh, so if you've ever like painted anything, like painted a wall in your house, even like painted a piece of artwork, um, even like painted a piece of furniture that you got at the thrift store, you usually have to do like two or three coats of paint. Like usually one coat doesn't do it. And if you do the second coat too soon, what happens? It actually takes the first coat of paint off. It smudges it. It makes it worse. So you have to be patient. You have to let the paint dry before taking that next step. And that's what we're doing in this program. We're, we're letting your metaphorical heart food relationship paint dry before taking you um, to that next step, if you will. Um, and so I'm sure a lot of our clients are wondering like, well, when, when do I get to transition to intuitive eating? How long is that going to take for me? What is that process going to look like? Is there like hard, fast rule? Like, what does that look like for our clients? Yeah. So basically, as I was mentioning a little bit before, like when you're happy where you are, when you no longer have weight loss goals, because with intuitive eating, anything can happen. You might stay the same. You might even lose a little bit more. You might gain a little bit more weight. But the idea is if you transition through maintenance first, you should be able to be somewhere around the maintenance. And you have to be at the point where you feel comfortable and confident that you can eyeball your portion, something that you were, you were talking about uh, as well, Jen, that you know how your plate needs to look like, how much you need to have on your plate, how much protein approximately, how many vegetables. And the chances are once you track long enough, you're going to start even knowing even before you put it in my fitness ball that I know this is right. So that's some of the signs when you know that you're ready. And a lot of people even feel that when like, okay, like I'm kind of like getting confident with everything. I've been tracking for a while. Like I know how I need to be eating and I am sure that I'm not going to go back to anything else that I was doing before because it becomes that permanent change, permanent lifestyle. That's the last stage of learning, basically uh, unconscious confidence that this is who I am. This is what I do. This is my identity. So when you feel that way, really, that all the tracking solidify in this, in this way, that's when is probably the, the right time um, to transition. And also, what's going to be a little different when it comes to intuitive eating is that your days are not going to look exactly the same. Because what we're doing right now with the tracking, we're basically averaging your calories through the day, so through, the, through our week. However, with intuitive eating, it might look a little different that you one day you might eat a little bit more, another day you might eat a little bit less. But with that confidence of how much you need to be eating overall, it's going to be easier to navigate that too and have that trust in your body that one day if you eat a little less, 
the next day is going to ask for a little bit more and and being okay with that not feeling bad about like eating some days a little less and some days um a little bit more because that fluctuates due to your cycle due to your activity levels there's stress you know environment there is so much um that comes um into that so and even like the sooner you master the meal prepping and hitting your calories and macros, the closer you are getting to that goal of eating intuitively. And so maybe that could be your added motivation to get through it now and like try to master it. And I wanted to share with you um, story of one of our clients who graduated recently, Olivia. So she was here for a whole year. And basically she had big uh, weight loss goals and she lost her 20 pounds. Then we worked through the maintenance calories. And then we kind of like started decreasing how many days we're tracking as we're transitioning into maintenance. So she was first tracking for five days and she was just tracking for four days and for three, then only one day a week as we were transitioning into intuitive eating. And for her, that point when she felt like oh my God, like I'm ready to graduate was actually, she told me that I had the panic moment the other day that I'm not actually doing this program anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? Olivia? I was like, well, I just realized like, I'm not like actively trying to do those things. But then I reflected on my week and I realized like, I'm still meal prepping. Like I'm still going to the gym. Like I'm still paying attention to my hunger and fullness, but it just kind of happens. So that's the point where you want to be and where we want you to be basically at the end of this program, ideally. And the timeline might look very different for, for each person, but that's, that's what we're talking about, of like having that absolute confidence in your eating. And that's what intuitive eating is, like still doing all those um, nutritional practices that we teach you, but it feels more natural and you don't even have to track um, to know if you're, if you're doing everything that you want to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I really think intuitive eating, it's, it's a trust process. It's almost like a trust fall that you're doing with yourself, right? You're like trusting yourself. You're trusting your body. You're trusting if you feel hungry, it's time to eat. And if you don't feel hungry, it's okay to say no to food as well. And, um, I freaking love Olivia. I mean, shout out to her. She's um, if you're listening, Olivia, we love you. We're super proud of you. And it's like, you know, it can feel really scary leaving the happy bod squad, especially after it's been a part of your life for a whole year. And it's hundred percent normal and it's hundred percent natural. And just know it's like, you will have the tools and you will have the resources available to you to truly just like create this permanent lifestyle shift and transformation. And I know coach Martina put together a very special little bonus gift for you lovely ladies listening um, to this podcast. Coach Martina, tell us what you got. Yeah, so I have some journal prompts for you if you want to kind of like explore your relationship with food a little bit more and your connection between food um, and your body. So uh, if you want to grab a pen and paper or pause it so you can write this down. So the first journal prompt you can explore is what does food mean to me? And then the second one is how does food make me feel? And once you explore that, how do I wish I felt about food? 
So kind of just like even setting the path where you want to, uh, where you want to go. Um, then the third one is what do I want food to do for me? Which will kind of even ex help you explore even if there is any maybe emotional eating going on or any um, habits around food that you don't necessarily, um, they're not necessarily being helpful to you right now. So what do I want food to do uh, for me once to reflect, you know, how it is right now? And the last one, how do I connect food and my body? So definitely take these journal prompts and please let us know if you journal on these topics, what are your takeaways? Maybe you're going to come across something that you didn't expect or maybe even learning something new about your relationship with food. Absolutely. Amazing. And it's like, you know, do these journal prompts, whether it's week one, month one, whether you're a year into the program, it'll be really valuable to go through these questions. And especially if in, you're in these like first three months, write these questions down and save them and come back to this, you know, a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, review them again and see how your answers has, have changed see how you've yeah. transformed. Sometimes you really forget to celebrate these non-scale victories. We can get so caught up in the number on the scale or a progress photo or a measurement. And it's like, but what is the emotional shift? What is the internal shift that you cannot measure by external circumstances? So thank you so much, Coach Martina, for joining today and just sharing about intuitive eating. I could listen to you talk about this process all day long. Um, and seriously, ladies, if you have any extra questions, ask your coach, come to office hours, come to one of coach Martina's office hours. Even if you are not on her roster, we love seeing you on all of the calls. I hope that you have the most amazing, incredible day. And always remember squad that the best is yet to come.